I found that name, King but Alex Drew came with all Twitter that after oh, you said that. Oh, I still have it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't deleted it? Uh, you have 11 followers, and you were following seven people on it. <laughs> and you haven't tweeted on it since 2014. Welcome to WrestleSplania, the podcast where I, Rachel Millman, new wrestling fan, explores the wacky, wonderful world of professional wrestling. This is another one where I don't have one of my co-hosts here today, but it is an interview today that we are doing with Wheeler Yuta. Hello, hello. Hello. So this is also, for listeners, uh, this is like a new recording (laughs) studio, I guess. We're recording in Yuta's car. Which is, oh boy. Which is, well, so I've been trying to get him on the show for like, I think at least a year now. Oh, where yeah, I've been definitely. like, hey, come do the show. And you were like, absolutely, DM me. And you had closed DMs. And initially <laughs> I was like, oh, he might not know how to work Twitter. And then it's like, wait, he's like in his 20s. He definitely knows how. And it's a smart move on his part. So <laughs> I only kind of know how to work Twitter. And I opened my DMs officially like, three weeks ago be <laughs> respectful of them please do it be respectful <laughs> be but I respectful st- i still get those message request things though so it's still what sometimes are, things still get lost there what are the weird what have you gotten any like weird message requests yet or no because like i'm always fascinated to know like i'm as a girl online mm-hmm. i see like weird shit yeah of course but you have a much different subset of people who could say weird shit to you so i'm always curious to know like how what that's like on your end yeah i haven't gotten any like real weird twitter dms okay but super weird instagram dms Ooh. um if i can find them i hope i didn't block the guy because there's a couple there's one that i had to block there's one that i just had to block because it was just getting excessive um was he asking for like used gear and shit or no i mean See, so I don't even categorize that as weird because I get those. <laughs> oh all yeah, the time. and like that's just, and I can that's just least, gonna pay your electric bill. Yeah, I can at least make some money out of that. <laughs> yeah, but, but this was. Uh, I remember this guy was like said that he was a fan, um, and I was like, and based on like based on the DMs, I'm not sure if English was his first language. Okay, but just getting the DMs, I was just like, oh, I'm a big fan. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, do you have any? Uh, and I'm paraphrasing all this, but he's like, "Do you have any advice for someone that like might want to wrestle one day?" And I gave him like, "Yeah, you should, you should go get trained." And then he was like, "Well, can you train me?" And I was like, "Well, I don't really train people. Like, I don't have a, a place to train anyone." Um, so eventually, it was like, "Can you send me a free autograph?" And I was like, "Well, actually, I charge for those." Like, um, take care at, if, of your business, right? If you're at a show, like I don't charge for autographs. This was like, "Can you?" Print out a picture, send it to me. Like, can you send an eight by ten that's signed? And th- for that, like, those I, cost I, money. Yeah, they cost money, so I charge. Um, like, but like I said, if you bring me anything at a show to sign, I'll, I'll sign it. Like, that's not it. Um, but yeah, for this, like, I'd have to ship it to somewhere. And so I was like, hey man, like, if you pay for it, this is how much it costs. But I don't really just do that for free. Um, so then it kind of hit a dead end. But then eventually it escalated to he would just send me Yuda exclamation point <laughs> every day. <laughs> Every day around the same time, and I noticed that if I opened the message and like there was a red receipt, then he would send it again. If I didn't open the message, then he wouldn't send it. Oh! So it was like okay, so he's also uh, very, <laughs> very much like obsessively checking to see whether or not. Oh I'm yeah, anything. that sounds like a person who's just not healthy. Yeah, and then eventually, like I think I, 
I just started giving like real off the wall replies to entertain myself. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes uh, you have to do that. Yeah. Just strange things. Like I just started. Like I sent him like, "Hey man, you think Dave Batiste ever thinks about me?" One time, like strange <laughs> things like that. But then uh, one time, I like accidentally. I think I either liked a message that he sent. Or oh no, you encouraged him. It was something like that. I either liked the message that he sent to not talk to him, or I sent a heart emoji by accident. I can't remember what it was. There was a heart involved, and it just he said, uh, "Do you love me? I love you." And that was the block. No. Uh, yeah, oh, that, no. Were, that was where I was just like, I'm oh, no. sorry. I just can't. Yeah, I definitely get that sort of like, because there's a dude on Twitter who regularly DMs women mm-hmm. who are kind of, I guess you can say, in like my social circle of the internet. Right. And every woman, if any of them are listening to the show, you probably know exactly which guy I'm talking to, oh, talking to you about. <laughs> he always asks people to kick him the balls. And, like, he used to be a lot looser with, like, who his actual identity was. And I researched him and I learned his real name. And so whenever he does it now, I'm always like, hey, Joe, or whatever. I think his name is Tony. I'm not giving out his last name. Also, he's a pervert, so it's fine. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just always like, hey, Tony. And then he immediately stops. And then DMing. he stops because he, he's like, oh, uh, oh my, I covers, forgot. my cover's blown. I, I forgot she knows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, like. That's tough because it's like those guys, that guy wants to get hit in the balls, right? And he knows that a woman from the internet can't. So the next best thing she can do is humiliate him online. So you kind of have to sit and do nothing and like yeah. play the weird game. And it it sucks. It's super strange. It's yeah. super strange. But I'm sorry that that guy um, did not <laughs> keep his cool. That's okay. <laughs> uh, the other The other one that was really funny was this guy like... Have you ever seen those, like, weird holiday e-cards that you can send where it's, like, they put your face on, like, an elf? Oh, they, like, like the Yik Yak or whatever? Or... Yeah. I th- yeah. I think so. I think that's it. But, like, it was one of those that, like, it, it started off pretty similar to this other guy. Um, but then eventually just one day sent me, like, those videos with my own face on them. <laughs> But, like, it wasn't, like, a holiday card. It was, like, me as, like, a cowboy. <laughs> oh, my there God. Was, there was one that was, like, me as, like, a ninja. Like, <laughs> just real weird things. And That's a person I, who probably thinks that you guys were, like, much closer than you were, probably, right? So they're, like, testing the waters to see, like, how good friends you are? I don't know, because this is another person that, like, never met in person, doesn't speak English. Uh, it, like super well based on our conversations and text yeah um it was an, i remember he also asked if i could send him an eight by ten and i was like maybe it was the same guy maybe maybe he's got two accounts maybe that's his he's, his go-to he's only but got he like just, five he's he definitely following you on another sock puppet oh he's gotta be maybe <laughs> he just knew that i was weirded out the first time it was just like because the the video one came first, so maybe he realized he was weird. He weirded me out the first. I was like, let's just not send videos the second. Time. We'll, we'll try it. Maybe next time he'll start sending you audio. Oh, if man. another guy asks for a free eight by ten, you just got to be That's like, just what it's got to be. Hey man, so so far the lesson we've learned is pay Yuta for his eight by tens. Yeah, just give me like five bucks, guys. Come on, it's fine. <laughs> five bucks, cover the shipping. Yeah, cover you the know. laundry money. You know, <laughs> the laundry money is what it is. Yeah, it cost me four bucks right now. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like you are. You you I you were at the first ever live show I think I was at. You were on Evolve 100, right? 
I believe so. I, think I was you around were. that time. I know because I don't. I like. I think my first Evolve show was like Evolve sixty two, maybe. Yeah. Sixty four, something with Ethan Page, and then I did another one in January of last year, and then or no, January two years ago, and then February of last year. Right now, like my Evolve matches have all been like exactly a year apart which is weird yeah like almost exactly a year apart yeah I remember the last one you were on was when like Josh Briggs fucked his shit up yeah oh yeah. god that was awful cause so I remember bad. we were also trying to start he just graduated college chance for you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard that but like that was me and like explaining a crew in the corner being like college graduate <laughs> I remember one time I was watching like one of my MLW matches back and Tony Schiavone's like, yep, he's a senior at Villanova. And I was like, That's... Don't give away where you actually go to school. Oh, at least say Drexel. No, no, I meant like the commentary oh. of like, at least say Drexel. Don't let people look him up on the roster. <laughs> it's of, like, out the there. school roster. It's out there. People know. They people know, the know truth. that you're your alma mater. Right. <laughs> so you're not doing grad school is what you're saying. <laughs> right. Not not the plan, at least. Yeah. For now. <laughs> right. Hopefully never. We'll see. <laughs> see how this wrestling thing works out. I think it's working out pretty well. I mean, at least your side hustle isn't Uber driving because you already drive so much because you drive like half of the North American roster throughout this <laughs> country. If you, if you have a wrestler that lives vaguely in the Northeast... I will pick them up and drive them to your wrestling show. <laughs> He's so sweet. Everyone be, everyone pay for his 8x10s and also send him gas gift cards. Right? Do that. <laughs> do do both of those. I mean, can you do gas gift cards on Amazon wish lists? I don't know. I don't have like an Amazon wish list or any of that stuff set up. I know that people people do, but like the only time I ever set one up is to send to my mom around Christmas time, which I, I feel like is probably ending now that I'm kind of an adult. <laughs> No, though I my mom asks me to set mine like every year because at this point she's like, okay, I know I don't know what you have and what yeah. and like what you don't have and what you want and what you don't want. Yeah. so it's helpful. My mom is very much like, yeah, send me what you need and then or send me what you want and then I'll pick from that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll exactly. You, I'll get you two of the things on there. You'll get two but, of the things and is, then something from Marshalls and it'll be very sweet because right. it's a mom. And that's far more than I deserve. Anyway, oh, so she's the best. Aw, has she gone to see you wrestle? Um, not in a very long time. Uh, so I think the last time, like she still follows it. Um, so she has my. I've been saying um a lot. Sorry, guys. But she has my sister's Instagram login, Aww. so she can see. Just my wrestling pictures. That's pretty much how she follows me now. Does she, like, comment on your photos on your sister's account with, like, love mom? Or is no. she a little more adept at technology than No, that? she she doesn't. She actually asked me the other day if there was a way that she could save pictures from Instagram because she accidentally liked a couple photos. So she's not very <laughs> Instagram adept, uh, but she is, like... She knows enough to, like, not leave comments on my sister's account and stuff. But the reason that she was asking me if she could save an Instagram picture is because she saw... If you guys go to my Instagram, at Wheeler Yuta Cheap Plug, there is a picture of <laughs> me and Josh Bishop from AIW WrestleRager this year. Where, oh! Yeah, so I was also bleeding heavily, but <laughs> out of my back. And it had been mostly cleaned up at that point. Josh had just gotten out of the ring... 
and he's still got like blood in his hair and everything. It's a great photo, honestly, because right? I was telling people that like, oh, I'm doing another interview, but this one's going to be interesting because we're going to interview in the car. Yeah. And I've been trying to get him for a while. And they were like, oh, which one is he? Because like all of my friends know that I like follow wrestling, but they don't know what anybody looks like. Mm-hmm. So I'm always just like, here's their Instagram. Yeah. You should follow them if you think they're hot. <laughs> Give them your money. Right. Um, and I was like, I, that, that one was fun because I got to send that photo and be like, the one not covered in blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he seems really nice. Right, right. <laughs> my, but like my mom looked at that picture and she was like, it's just so you, but your friend is all covered in blood. So she <laughs> screenshotted the photo because she uses Instagram on a laptop like a psycho. Wow. Uh, so she, I mean, I do it too, so I can't throw throw too much. <laughs> I do it for job stuff because like mm-hmm. I have to go to like the work Instagram. Yeah. But, but yeah, so she uses, she did that. She like screenshotted it. It cropped out Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so she said. But like there's a little bit of blood hair in the photo. Yeah, yeah a little <laughs> bit of blonde blood hair. <laughs> but yeah, so on Mama Yuda's desktop is a picture of of me that Josh Bishop told me to take by the way that was his his suggestion it's a, so. like good on your mom it's like if I had a child I would absolutely be like oh my kid looks very sweet there and wholesome <laughs> and he's not bleeding out of his back right yeah, she <laughs> didn't didn't tell her about the tubes uh, oh you did light tubes yeah Bill Alfonso hit me with some light tubes it was fun it it's was fun <laughs> it seems like it fucking oh sucks. no it, it hurt so bad it, it was like <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was, yeah. So the thing about light tubes is they're just kind of unpredictable because like glass in general. And is, not just in a David Arquette way. Right, right. Yeah. Just in ge- like, so glass in general is unpredictable because it, it can not cut you up if you land right or it can cut you really bad. Yeah. So when we add like tubes, imagine taking the unpredictability of glass and then adding this chemical that explodes when the thing breaks. And also, like, the ubiquity of glitter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because it gets fucking everywhere. It does. It gets absolutely everywhere. I absolutely have, like, glass tube dust in my lungs now. After, like, you know, nearly two years of liking wrestling. Yeah. Like, 100%. A couple years on the CZW ring crew definitely gave me, like, so much. Is that where you started? Did you start in CZW? So... People don't actually know this. I actually started in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Okay. Where I uh, grew up. So my dad was, like, we bounced around a lot uh, when I was, like, before I was born and up till I was, like, a year old because my dad was in the Navy. He's, okay. He is a master chief, <laughs> which is second highest so, enlisted like, rank. Yeah. Like, do you make the video game jokes or no? Or do they go over his head or is he sick of them? So he became an ROTC teacher in a high school. So okay. He, he got them so much. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that, he's used to all of that. Yeah. But I don't think he gets them. Like, <laughs> I don't think he understands them because I was never like a big Halo kid. So I played a little bit enough to like know the, like get the reference, but I was, it was not something that I was playing all the time. I mean, I'm not so. a gamer. I'm just a person who goes online. So I know like right, Master right. Chief, like as a thing. Yeah. Yeah. For him, <laughs> for him, I think he didn't, he didn't get the, the meme until 
his students kit coming in. And, and then like, like oh, one, Chief. <laughs> one benevolent student was like, okay, so. Yeah. And one, one was like, so this is why they're making fun of you. <laughs> oh, no. no, I mean, no, he's a, he's a scary man. They did not make fun of him. Oh, really? He doesn't scare me. Cause I know like he's a big softy. And... Well, also your job is being tough. Right. Right. Yeah. And so is his, his yeah. job is to be tough, but like. I see him at home, and I see him like, and his like freak teeth. out like in his chair when my mom puts her like cold bare feet on his leg. Like, and his like TV socks and stuff. Yeah, like, <laughs> like if you know what a man's bathrobe looks like, it's hard to <laughs> think he's too terrifying. I don't know. There's like really scary bathrobes that you can observe. <laughs> like, there's definitely been serial killers in bathrobes and oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> like, I mean, if you left the house in it, that'd be one thing. Exactly. But. Okay, he doesn't leave the house. No, in. no. So, how old were you when you started wrestling? I was 16, actually. Okay, so yeah. two years ago. So, He's young, so everybody. Two years ago. No, actually, six years ago. Yeah, six, now oh you my think God. about it. But I'm 10 years older than you. <laughs> Are you? Fucked. <laughs> Were you born in 1997? I was born in 96. Okay. October of 96. I'm nine years older than you. What? <laughs> yeah, no, I was born in 87. I'm uh, sorry. No, I'm sorry, no. man. Why are you sorry? Because <laughs> I'm old as shit, and that's a sin. <laughs> but oh, you started wrestling when you were 16. Yeah, so there was a school near my house. It was called the AIWF Academy. So I started with my original trainers were a guy named AC Collins and a guy named Johnny Anthrax was his wrestling name. John Nichols is his real name. He's retired now. I think I can say his real name. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they were my original trainers and they gave me really good foundations of the basics. Um, but they hadn't really traveled super far outside their area like they knew they could teach me how to wrestle but it was hard for them to teach me how to like break out on the independence because like johnny they hadn't done that themselves or right yeah. right like they had made they'd made the rounds on the independence like they got to wrestle for many years like uh, especially ac ac wrestled for probably 15 years before he hung it up so like to be able to teach the basics like they had all that but it was tough because they didn't really know how to get out of the bubble that they were kind of in. So when I was getting ready to go to college, I knew that I wanted to move up to the Northeast for wrestling. Okay. So, so that I, influenced where you applied? Oh, yeah. I applied. Oh, wow. I applied to two colleges. Both in Philly? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I applied to, to Villanova at first. And then I applied, well, I applied to University of South Carolina also because it would have been the cheapest option for me. Yeah. So I applied to those two. And then I was halfway through an application to Notre Dame just because my sister went there. Okay. And for no other reason. Okay. Um, yeah, that was it. That <laughs> so was it. I was halfway through that application and I was also looking through other Philly school applications, and then I got into Villanova and didn't finish any other applications. I don't blame you. Yeah, I was just like, that's it. Um, so that's where that's where that ended. But yeah, it was entirely because I wanted to move up to this area for wrestling, and that's how I got hooked up with CZW and Drew Gulak at the time. That oh, I okay, yeah. So Drew Gulak trained you. Yeah, he. Okay, cool. We started training together when I was like eighteen. And that's also where, like, Wheeler Yuta and all that came about. I was wrestling before under the name Alex Kai, which was just something I came up with right before I went through the curtain for my first match. Uh, just, like, need something that sounds sort of like a Nickelodeon lead, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think because I was 
being billed from Honolulu, Hawaii, which was actually where I was born, because oh. that's just where my dad was in the Navy at the time. I, I have no memories of Hawaii. I didn't go back till I was like 12. And then, so my only memories of Hawaii are like a week-long vacation we took. Aww. Uh, yeah, but when... So, so you and like Jeff Cobb new... weren't like fucking around as kids. No, no. <laughs> he, he's like actually Hawaiian. I was just, <laughs> I was just f- fortunate to be born there. Uh, but yeah, so I was like oh, using I found that name. King but Alex Drew came with all Twitter that stuff. After oh, you said that. I still have it. Yeah, oh, I haven't deleted it. Uh, you have eleven followers, and you were following seven people on it. <laughs> And you haven't tweeted on it since 2014. No. Is there a picture of me with uh, my championship belt? Let me see. I'm pulling it up. uh, There were multiple Confederate flags on it. Uh, Thankfully, no. (laughs) Thankfully, the stars and bars are not in your old uh, Twitter (laughs) profile. (laughs) 16-year-old Wheeler Yuta paid like $120 for those green biker shorts (laughs) with... Kai in the font of the University of Hawaii. Okay. Um, on one side. So and, you were and really the other side, just like geographically, like a map of Hawaii was on the other side because <laughs> I couldn't because I was not from Hawaii. So I like I was born there, but I don't have any actual. You didn't do like a wave or anything like that. No, like <laughs> I eventually I had another pair made, which was like someone like the fire dancer, like spinning thing it yeah. was literally clip art that i pulled from <laughs> online and sent to a gear designer I was like put that on there and then the same last name uh and then what was on the other side like flowers or something i don't know it was when you're 16 trying to design the cheapest custom gear you can and then still like <laughs> mowing the lawn to get it made so like that yeah. the thing is that like i know you it seems like you're like a little like reflexively embarrassed about it but of that's course. like of course adorable and sincere and shows how dedicated you have been since jump about this like any other 16 year old who has 120 dollars is gonna go to the mall and buy like some stupid fucking shit and you were like no i want these i'm doing it now i'm getting these weird alex kai spandex and i'm going to buy a lot of fake plastic lays on bulk <laughs> from the oriental training company catalog oh nice yep did that and then so. you threw them to the audience or did you just wear them out and I, throw one i would wear them out and then just like bret hart people <laughs> like i would give them to <laughs> i give them to a child every time oh pretty much the that's same a baby face like somebody your age but like a baby face <laughs> move nonetheless Right. It was pretty much the same girl that I, I kind of knew. Like, she eventually started trading. Like, like I knew who she was. But she was just the loudest. So. Oh, she, but she was your ringer, though, because you knew, like, she wouldn't get, like, weird about it. Right. Well, yeah. at, at first she was just a fan. Yeah. Like, I was giving her the, the lay when she was just a fan. Aww. She's also, like, a 12-year-old girl, like, at the yeah. time. Like, but, yeah, that's that was me, like, I would... Go to high school, then go to train <laughs> for five days a week. Did you do any like other sports in high school or? Yeah, so I was a high school swimmer, Ooh. a baseball player, okay. and then I amateur wrestled up until I pro wrestled. Oh, cool! I did baseball for one year while I was still wrestling, but then the schedule got a little tough, so I couldn't do it. So I had to quit baseball, but I could still swim. Because yeah. the swimming schedule is not as demanding, so I would just yeah. plan around it. And also, the- swimming is really good toning. I was a I was a lifeguard, so like okay, yeah, yeah, it's fun. I really liked. I wish more high schools could have like swimming as like a sport, just because it's 
really good for kids yeah. to have. Yeah, I I got lucky that like my mom signed me up for swim lessons when I was like two. Oh, nice. And then I was a competitive swimmer through eighth grade. Holy shit. On like a club team. Yeah. Nice. But then once I got into like eighth grade, I was like, I don't enjoy it anymore doing it year round. Yeah. So I quit the club team actually to start amateur wrestling. Nice. Started amateur wrestling. Did you then, do backyard shit or anything? So I had one backyard wrestling match. Okay. It was on my trampoline. <laughs> it was filmed on the Carolina Forest High School ROTC camcorder. Nice. That I got from my dad's office. Nice. So it probably exists somewhere if you go to that public school. But <laughs> I got, <laughs> yeah, I, I got that. I had one match with my neighbor, Will. He was my like childhood best friend. You guys still in touch? Yeah, of course. Oh, cool. Yeah. But yeah, so we were we had one match. Then the next match was Will's little brother against our other. So it was like the the three of us were all the same age. So it was me, Will, and then James. And then Will's little brother TJ would come over, but he was kind of like ah, he's just a little kid around. So. I wrestled Will. As opposed to us 14-year-olds or whatever. Right, 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 of course. No, we were even younger. It was like, well, it was like 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. So I, I won my debut with a neck breaker. It was also the only match that I had. Aww. So, sweet neck breaker. Strong debut. Yep, very safe. Didn't do anything crazy. Like, I don't like we didn't even jump off the trampoline except for when I had to hit my own music on my iPod dock because James forgot. But <laughs> regardless. So we had this super safe, super safe backyard wrestling match. But then in the next match, obviously I won. I was the promoter. But uh, yeah, so then the next match, like, I think we kind of like actually called a match, me and oh. Will. Like, I think we had a plan. I remember us trying to lock up. A couple times. Oh, nice. Not doing it correctly. We just put our arms on each other's shoulders. Um, but Now I want, I desperately want to see this now. I feel like if you ever start any ridiculous. sort of like wish list or Patreon thing, like getting that it. footage should be a goal. If I can find it, I'll put it it's up It's really, it's, it sounds adorable. Yeah. But then in the second match, uh, TJ just kept throwing like drop kicks and went into business for himself. So I had to shut down the promotion because they started a real fight. <laughs> real bummer. Uh, yeah, hate to see it. Uh, I think you I did one, and then there was like a big old shoot on your first. Yeah, we had, to, <laughs> we had to stop filming, turn off the cameras, send home the live crowd. No, it was just us. But, uh, did you guys? Did you have somebody recording it, or did you just set it up on a tripod and go? No, we had someone recording it. Oh, nice. And doing, I think, live commentary. Oh, very nice. I'm trying to remember if that was a thing, but I know that. Definitely, like, James definitely filmed the other one. Nice. Um, and I think I was filming the shoot fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think. So, I guess, like, prior to this, what was it? Did you always like wrestling? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I loved wrestling. Also, I just started fist pumping in the car. You can't see, but we are so late for uh, We are first... on our way to Uncharted Territory yes. Season 2. Yes. <laughs> the Season 2 premiere... I'm wrestling Chris Dickinson. So this might be a posthumous episode. We don't know. Yeah, I might be dead. Uh, I'm going to beat him or die. It's one of the two. Okay. Uh, could go either way. Uh, <laughs> but 
Man, what were we even talking about? <laughs> uh, what made you like love wrestling, and when did you start loving oh, it? Oh, yeah. So my cousins got me into it when I was about four or five. Okay. I wasn't allowed to watch for a while because on the first the first episode I watched like live. So, all right, let me backtrack. Okay. So I started with, like, I had a GameCube. <laughs> my cousins had a GameCube, and they lived in the Philadelphia area. So that's why I kind of always associated, I think, Philadelphia with wrestling for me. Okay. Um, now doing my own psych evaluation, but he has a degree in it. I do. <laughs> I definitely went to fifty percent of the capstone course and somehow got an A. <laughs> Thanks, Alpha Brain. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I had a GameCube and they were like, "Hey, so this WrestleMania 19 game just came out." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm in. I'll play." And I was just like, this is the coolest thing ever. Also because I thought my cousins were the coolest guys ever, which I stand by that. They're pretty cool. Aww. Um, but, yeah, so we were playing this game, and I was like, this is amazing. And they were like, you know, like, real people do this? And I was like, what? So then they showed me, it was, I think it was Stone Cold and The Rock. Nice. I just remember, it's weird, because I remember seeing Stone Cold run the ropes, which is also why Mick Foley said that Stone Cold would make it one day, because he was like, he's so intense running those ropes. <laughs> I don't know why I did that accent for Mick Foley but yeah so I was man I'm really getting off track here sorry guys don't worry this is this show <laughs> this is the this, show this show is very much well I have ADHD like yes. you're doing great I just want to let you. you know that thank you <laughs> right. but so they got me into the game and then they got me into the show and we were all around it was like Christmas time so I think this was when WWE was doing Tribute to the Troops on Christmas Eve, or airing it on Christmas Eve. Nice. But this is when it was still, like, they would fly to Afghanistan, or they'd fly to Iraq. And I think this one was in Iraq. And I just remember that my mom saw, my mom who's Japanese, like, a Japanese citizen to this day, she saw it and saw, like, Rikishi, like, stink face someone. And she was like... <laughs> This is a weird interpretation of sumo wrestling. I don't uh, I don't know if I love this culture for my child. Right. She was like, oh, <laughs> that's weird. And then she saw the Santa's Little, Little Helper contest, which ended in, like, Tori Wilson taking off her skirt and just, like, showing her thong. Ooh. And my mom was just like, that's that's two thongs in a row. So <laughs> so that was strike, strike two. And I guess there was no strike three. She was just like, yeah, you can't watch this. Yeah, because you were, like, what, five? Yeah. 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 Like, I, I, I hate to agree with your mom, but I think she probably made the right call. Right. Especially <laughs> with all the information that she had known. Because, like, her experience with pro wrestling was, like, as stereotypical as it sounds, was, like, Antonio Inoki. Like, okay. Like, she, in Japan, bought the Inoki fight to watch. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like, I think my I think my uncle bought it, and she was there. And was just like, all right. and But, like, she... Her experience with pro wrestling is like Anoki, and then she saw like American, very Americanized TV fourteen at the time. Yeah, like, and she was still just coming off the Attitude Era. Like this was like around WrestleMania twenty, maybe twenty one. So she was just kind of like, ah, oh, this is not what I want my son to watch. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so. I just started watching it when they would leave. If you would I could. sneak it, yeah. Yeah. That was like me and The Simpsons. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was banned from The Simpsons as a kid because oh, no. we all sat down to watch it, and my older sister 
got really upset at Itchy and Scratchy mm. because, like, obviously the bit of Itchy and Scratchy is that they just do that. But since she was a kid, she didn't have the concept of, like, irony or nuance. Yeah. And my course. mom banned it, even though it was my older sister and the younger daughter was like, this is fine. I, <laughs> right. I get the joke. Like, no, this is funny, right? <laughs> this is funny. Uh. I want to I be on trend with everybody else. <laughs> oh, man. But you, were, but you would sneak it? Yeah, I would sneak it for a little bit. I remember I was also such a goody two-shoes kid Aww. that I remember feeling bad one time. I remember specifically John Cena's like doing the five knuckle shuffle when he would still like pull the tabs on his sneakers. <laughs> like before it was like hitting the ropes and like doing all that. Yep. It was just like he would grab the tabs of his sneakers, like shake his arms or like shake his shoulders, do the thing and then hit like hit the move. Okay. So it was like that era. I just remember him like pulling the sneakers. And then me being like, oh, I should turn this off. <laughs> so I do remember turning it off one time, even though I didn't get caught. Uh, oh. That's that's probably the the nerdiest thing I could say about myself, being like, oh, no, my mom said no. no. And I was like, I was like six. But, Aww. But eventually she started to... It, Relent. It, yeah. It first became like, okay, you can watch it with your cousin. So I would watch it when we came up here a couple times a year. And then it became, okay, you can watch SmackDown because SmackDown moved to Fridays and then I didn't have to stay up late. So that, Ooh. or I could stay up late and then not have to go to school the next day. Okay. So that helped. And then it became, all right, I'll just tape it and you can watch whatever you want. So, Aww. yeah, that's how I eventually became into wrestling. But I was always like a SmackDown kid. Like that 2004 to like 2006 era SmackDown was like my jam. Oh, nice. Yeah. But so you always loved it, and then you started training, mm -hmm. and then you came up here. Yeah. And then you kind of, like, you had, like, a pretty good year wrestling-wise, right? Like, you went to Germany. Yeah, that was incredible. Nice. So much fun. Yeah, I got to spend, I think, total, it was almost two months. It was, like, seven weeks. I always say six weeks because the actual tour of, like, when we were wrestling was only, oh, that truck. That was scary. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's very wet outside, and a truck almost hydroplaned into another truck. But At least it wouldn't have been an accident on your hands. Right, wouldn't have been my fault. <laughs> also, for all my car accidents, I haven't been at fault at a sing in a single one of them. No, I remember yeah. I witnessed, the first one I witnessed of yours was at American Rana, and just yeah. I didn't realize it was like you from far away, because I was pretty new to wrestling, and like, I hadn't seen yeah. you wrestle that many times yet. And it was like, oh, that poor guy, oh no! And then... When we were recording our episode about American Rada, I was like, by the way, you know that car accident we saw? That was Wheeler Yuta. And Cass was like, no! <laughs> we felt really bad. We were like, right. this poor guy still fucking wrestled? God damn it. Yeah, wrestled for the, uh, <laughs> the, the independent wrestling championship that night against Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, my tag partner, good friend, your former roommate. Yeah, we can let that fly <laughs> on this show now. Oh, is that, is that not allowed? <laughs> I mean, like... People, it's, it wasn't that hard to figure out. I think right. if you like looked at his Instagram and saw the dog and saw the dog that I was posting all the time, but when he was living with me, I was just like, he's like a slightly more private person than me. But like he's yeah. been out of there for like six months because he's got he's got Ring of Honor money, so he can yeah, afford right. to not have uh, roommates. And yeah. good for him, we love him. Right, <laughs> he is the best. He is. We love him so much. He hits so hard. <laughs> I love hearing that because it's like, I've never told this story before uh, on this show, I don't think, is that my mom knew I was into wrestling and she right. knew I was living with a wrestler. Mm -hmm. um, and she came to visit me last year 
uh, and I brought her home, and and uh, Hot Sauce and Joey Janela had been hanging out the night before. And Janela is still passed out on my couch at like 3 p.m. <laughs> And my mom walks in and like hot sauce is on the couch. He's just like, he's sitting there. He's bought hangover drinks for Joey for whenever Joey wakes up. And we like (laughs) set my mom up and I was like, why don't I take you out on tour and stuff? And she just goes, is that girl okay? She seems really asleep. (laughs) Cause she only saw the top of Joey's head and she sees a leather jacket with roses on it. And I actually have one that's like basically the same design. So to her, and I was like, no mommy, that's a, that's a boy. He's a wrestler too. And she was like, are you sure? <laughs> that's that's very feminine hair. And oh, I was like, man. Mom, I don't have it, the time to get into you with how weird that is about gender implications. But no, that's a boy. His name is Joey. Um, his name is Joseph Janella. And his name is Joseph Janella, and his knee is fucked right now because <laughs> that's when he was fucked up. But Ooh. as my mom is leaving uh, my apartment, she just goes, So when you said you lived with a wrestler, I thought it would be somebody a little more and then she just kind of flexes downward (laughs) and then just goes I didn't think he would look like somebody you already knew (laughs) which is such a fucking Uh, burn he's gonna get so sad when he hears this no I told him immediately and he started laughing so hard and he was like your mom got me your mom got me really good I didn't think he would look like somebody I thought you already knew it's such a fucking burn on me <laughs> on wrestling on him as a person it's so good i love like my, my mom's one interaction with wrestling is like <laughs> oh you know what i could probably text her now and be like hey mom do you ever watch tnt do you remember that guy <laughs> yeah. you thought was a girl He's here there. he is on tv with a cigarette stapled to his head <laughs> he <laughs> so joey also not that similar of a story but when I was a freshman in college, so I, I think I'd, I think I was 19 by then, but I had just started like kind of training with Drew. It had been a few months. This was probably in the spring semester, so it had been a few months, I guess. Yeah. But Joey at the time would do Dojo Wars for CCW every week because that's how he got so good. Yeah. Was he just wrestled all the time? Yeah. He's just like I'm gonna keep wrestling, keep wrestling and then something will happen and it certainly did so that's what he was doing but so we knew each other pretty well and he had pwx which is a show in it's mostly based in charlotte north carolina it's around that area but it's a really really great independent show like i can't say enough good things about pwx um if you're looking for people that are really good that maybe you're not familiar with but then also mixed in with guys that you know like that's where uh J.D. Drake, Anthony Henry, Ethan Case. J.D. Drake is so fucking good. He's amazing. He's so fucking good. I want to get him on this show. I feel like he would be such a good conversation. He is. I I one time skipped high school Spanish class so I could drive to a town and wrestle him in front of about 20 people. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Right? I love it. Like, that was your rebellion. Yeah. No, I had permission. My dad let me. My dad signed my pass. He was a teacher. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice. It wasn't rebellion at all. Uh, but so with with Joey, when I was like a freshman, we were like out at a show. It was actually the night I wrestled Hot Sauce, I think, the first time. Nice. But we, we were out at a show, and the next day we were going to this PWX show, driving to Charlotte. And he's like, "Do you have anywhere we can crash?" I was like, "I live in a dorm." And he's like, "Do you have anywhere, Do you have we, anywhere can crash? we can crash?" 
<laughs> and I was like, um, that I was mean, me with letting bands crash in my dorm, like the one semester I lived in the dorms. Yeah, like Portugal the man slept in my dorm far before <laughs> the rebel just for kicks now song. That's hilarious. It's really dumb, oh and I gosh. should have let them stay on the street so they didn't write that fucking song. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> sorry, I hate that song. <laughs> Well, instead of letting Joey stay on the street, I let him sleep in my roommate's bed because I had two roommates. Okay. One of them was there. The other one wasn't. But the one that wasn't there, like, he, and very much so, was, like, kind of a neat freak, like, and had every right to be like, this is my stuff. Don't mess with it. So I changed his sheets. Aww. Uh, Joey slept on there, on my sheets. Okay. I took his sheets off and then changed them back. Uh <laughs> Just to be super meticulous. Exactly. And so I put. So that's like on. shades of the same six-year-old turning off. Right. Right. Smackdown because yeah. John Cena did shit with yeah. his shoes. The same person who won the Good Natured Award in Miss Hancock's kindergarten class. That's still, still in my parents' fridge. Oh, um, you deserve it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I think that's my mom's proudest achievement. Aww. That I won that award. Aww. But, uh, but yeah, so Joey Joey slept there, and then I remember my roommate like the next day when I got home. It was probably two days later. I got home, and he was just like, hey, uh, did someone sleep in my bed? And I was like, yeah, uh, my friend did, but I, like, changed out the sheets and everything. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, just please tell me next time. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then he was like, wait, you, like, changed the sheets out and all? I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I don't care. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think he, yeah, he was he was cool about it. But, yeah, Aww. Joey Janela slept in my college dorm. Co- my freshman college dorm and also <laughs> slept on my like where I lived as a senior but that was an apartment at least yeah yeah I feel like you know and I say this with love for Joey like I feel like he slept on a lot of couches right <laughs> right <laughs> we love Joey also like I hate to like poke a hole in like the character but like Joey the person I'm pretty sure he's like clearly grown up a lot this year yeah like he's oh, not yeah. fucking around as much and it's sort no. of like aww we're all so proud of you. Yeah. You read a book. I think he's learned, like, how to be a real adult. I think he was already, he was already an adult, but now he's yeah. like, he's like, all right, a let me be. A public adult. Yeah, let me be a, a real, a real grown up here as I go into this important new job and Aww. new phase in his life and all that. I was so. very sad I couldn't do his farewell show. I was moving. Yeah, I was super happy that I got to go. I actually got invited kind of, kind of late because... They were very worried about a lot of people kind of showing up uninvited yeah. and whatever. So I was lucky that I got to go and hang out with Superhuman all day. That was weird. What but. was that like? Yeah. So <laughs> Hank, he's super nice, super cool. Um, but really, it was just hanging out with him, making sure. Because this is his first wrestling show. That, oh, man. That he, was, that he was involved in. Wait, how old is he? I'm not really sure. He's either like a teenager or he's in his like late 20s, I feel. I think he's mid to late 20s. Yeah. He's a little older. He's yeah. a little older. But yeah, he was super cool, but he was just so nervous about everything, which is understandable. I remember like I'm nervous about my match tonight, which I've probably had, I don't know how many matches, like in over six years. Yeah. So he was very nervous. He had a, he had a pretty complicated thing he had to do. Like he had two things. Like he had to go out, do one thing that he was kind of familiar with. Then he had to take a bump in the ring, which he'd never done. Oh, man. Yeah, had to then come back and hit, hit a stunner. <laughs> like, <gasps> swing a chair at Ethan Page. Damn. Which, by the way, how amazing is Ethan Page? Oh, Ethan's but, selling of that was, like, I already think of Ethan as, like, obviously, like, a nice person. But, like, yeah. the selling of it was something about it was, like, really, like, wonderful and lovely. Yeah, it was really great. Yeah. But he, 
he went all out and it was awesome but uh -huh. yeah to be able to hang out with him all day was pretty cool because you know, i see the videos watch him a lot and yeah everyone everyone loves him like the it's amazing how the, he's like catapulted himself to the level of like superhuman videos are now like on par with like monday pco videos right <laughs> but it's all but it's but it's also so like endearing yeah where, like i don't think that he's trying to be like and then i'm gonna make this persona and then i'm gonna get in with game changer wrestling and then i'm gonna take over the wrestling world like it's not that it's very just Sincere. like yeah it's like i like doing this i'm a big fan of these guys work they're apparently a big fan of my work, so let's do this. That's really cool. Yeah, which I really like. I, I think really that's like awesome. hearing that. Yeah. Um, I guess some other questions that we do on the show, like how on a scale of one to ten, on like an average day. Yeah. How sore are you? Uh. Right now is not that bad. Um. Right now I'm at like a two. Maybe? Okay. Yeah. And you're also I, like you've been driving. Yeah, like I have, I have like problem areas for sure. Like, <laughs> this is weird. That sounds weird. Uh, no, no, no. But, You're a wrestler. That makes total right. sense. Yeah, like everyone. I think every wrestler's like neck hurts. They're, they're <laughs> at all times. At all times. Yeah. My lower back hurts. Like it is what it is. I know I have bone chips in my elbows. <laughs> they only hurt when I hit them against something. But yeah, you can also. A uh, little Easter egg. If you ever want to see which of my elbows has the worst bone chip, I only have one elbow pad. So just pay attention to which elbow is padded. Oh. And that's, that's the one that's... I should probably just buy a second elbow pad. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's I mean, the one that's I mean, leave the Easter egg hard. up for like another month and then, you know, yeah. get that in there. <laughs> and then, and then be, a, be a big boy and buy, buy my own elbow pad. Aw. Yeah. Drew Gulak gave me the other one. He actually gave me two and then I don't know where the other one is, so... Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, what is your favorite muscle of yours? My favorite muscle? On yourself. Uh, man. I used to say, like, my quads. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if I think that anymore, though, now that I'm... Because I recently wore my trunks again, and I was like, ooh, don't like that. <laughs> I was also standing next to Chris Dickinson, so that could be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd yeah, say yeah. probably quads. That quads? was always, like, my thing. But now, let's, cha let's change that to delts. Let's go shoulders. Your delts? Let's okay. go shoulders. Got some decent shoulders going on these days. What is your favorite muscle on other wrestlers? Ooh. Ooh. Um... Orange Cassidy's entire muscled-out body he looks, that people don't give him credit for. Okay, we give him credit on <laughs> good, this show. Good. At Bola, I was like, hey, man, absolute zero disrespect to you. You looked great before. I can tell you've been working out for TV. Yeah, yeah. And he, he just he just said, like, in traditional orange fashion, like, if, oh, it's just tanning. Like, no, he's been hitting the gym. Like, right. you can, Well, he was already, like, in insane shape. Yeah. But... It, he's really brought it up to the next level for TV. Definitely, yeah. He was, he was always like, no one ever gave him the credit, I guess, except for, except for the podcast here. Except but, for like the Splania base. Yeah, but he was always <laughs> so jacked. Yeah. And no one ever said anything about it. I was just like, you guys see this? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he's. In, he looks great. <laughs> he's insanely jacked. Yeah. He clearly isn't just at Planet Fitness. No. No. Way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, close second is going to be the 
the lats on Daisuke Sakamoto. Looks like the, Hell wing, yeah. the wings of an eagle. You you are so the person to be on this show. He has. I he, can't believe I'm sitting in a car seat that Sakamoto was in. Yeah, he took a, oh, a real long nap in that seat before American Rana. Oh, man. Maybe that's why I was like took like a 10-minute weird nap. Is that like I wanted... Like to feel the vibes of it. <laughs> yeah, he, he, so he was he was sleeping in that seat. Uh, Kikutaro was sleeping in the back. Damn. And then Rory Gulak sitting next to him. Everyone was asleep for pretty much the whole car ride, <laughs> except for me. And Thankfully. Then, right. <laughs> and then Sekimoto, like at one point, he's like kind of leaned back. He sits up. He looks at me and he goes, "Utah, you okay?" <laughs> and I go, "I go, yep." And he goes. Gives me a thumbs up and goes back to sleep. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, oh, he's great. I love him so much. He goes, Utah, you okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, so oh, like, good. I guess that dovetails into a fun question. Um, as a person who grew up a wrestling fan, you're probably like a little more jaded to it now with like meeting people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Are there still people that like you internally mark out for? Oh, all the time. That's like. <laughs> I don't want to make you say names if you don't want to like n- give it up. The thing is, I think I already have, which is a problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Daisuke. Uh, Daisuke's one, but, like, even more so, like, guys that are super, like, personally influential to me, like, I mark out for internally, externally very hard. Like, the first time I met, like, honestly, the first time I met Dustin, like, Chuck Taylor, I just was like, hey, uh, just want you to know, like, yeah, you really meant a lot to me for a long time. Like, because I have, like, real things that I've told him, like, where he, like, I would go and get in trouble for watching YouTube clips of, like, his matches, but it's also like a lot of guys from that era. Like I have memories of like being like, "Oh, Eddie Kingston's the best." Like watching all that kind of stuff, like all of his matches. Oh, that's awesome! Um, a big one is Cabana, Colt Cabana. Like I talked about how much like his podcast was very influential to me growing up, and I think the attitude that I take as a wrestler. Like when I talk about how when I first started in that like Myrtle Beach school, how they didn't really know how to break out. I also don't think they really had a desire to break out because they're in different points in their life. Like they weren't like 16, 18 year old kid trying to go out and make see it big the on the Indies. Of course. Yeah. yeah. They were like, like AC has, has kids. He had a wife, like he had a real life that he had to tend to. That's kind of why they opened the promotion in that town. So the, not only did they not get out, because they didn't know how. I also don't think they wanted to. So for really to have that instilled in me was listening to the art of wrestling every week. So like, really? I, yeah, like I wouldn't be, we wouldn't be in this car. No, I might be a wrestler, but that promotion in my hometown folded. So maybe I wouldn't be a wrestler. You never know. So Damn. I don't think I would have realized like, Oh, this is how it works. So he was one that I very much was like, Hey, like big fan. My mom, again, going back to her, she was like, do you remember when you tried to get us to pull over the car because we were driving on the highway in Chicago and you saw a one-hour tease billboard with Colt Cabana on it? Oh. <laughs> like, like, stuff like that. Like, I always tell people that kind of stuff when I see them. That's so. really sincere. I love that. And it, I, it is, but I all, uh, what I worry about is because it all means a lot to me. I worry about, one, freaking people out. Word. I feel and, that. And, I feel that. And two, people thinking that because I have all of these, like, experiences with these people from my childhood, like, in my heart and, like, tell them about it, I think that people might think that, like, oh, that's just kind of, like, what he does. Like, he talks about that. But, like, I'd go up to, like, Marty DeRosa and Sarah Shockey and, like, I was like, yeah, I, like, listen to your podcast. I, I love Sarah. So Sarah's great. Marty's great. Yeah. Like, both 
wonderful humans to meet also got me through like tough times and when I was like growing up listening to their podcast like just trying to make it through and stuff so like I used to listen to like wrestling with depression when Marty had that one yeah listen to Marty and Sarah love wrestling before it was called that like, yeah listen to all that stuff so I, I worry sometimes that because I do mark out internally and externally <laughs> uh, that people are going to be like oh it's not sincere but it's it, it 100% is it's just it was such a big part of my life I feel you on I that I want to like tell everyone <laughs> but, yeah but yeah yeah I feel you on that completely because it's like there's been jokes made on this show about how I have like a like a pretty like boundless source of social energy and it's mm-hmm. true I would say and I'm not bragging I'm just being factual about it right of like but I don't want people to think that I'm being like an insincere networker like yeah, when I course. ask people to do the show it's because I have a genuine excitement about them wanting to do the show and I right. think that we could have like a cool conversation and like yeah people could get to know you on like a better level and then feel more one like feel more of a reason to like root for a guy you yeah. know and like exactly. that's why I love doing it but like I feel you I'm just kind of like and I still I try to be very very careful about social boundaries with wrestlers like mm-hmm. there's the virtual pros thing of like never touch the wrestlers don't be that guy <laughs> yeah but there's also like I never would want to like I when we I was first trying to get people to do this show yeah I like never ever messaged wrestlers on Instagram because that's the horny platform and I didn't want <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to come off that way yeah but like, no I know I think mean. I'm established enough now that people know that I'm like not just doing it for those means although there's nothing wrong with it if that's your goal go forth and get consent um, <laughs> from everyone involved right do that but like. If you're trying to do something professionally, then you have to, like, ride that line very very carefully, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. Maybe I'm just too overly cautious and should be, like, going way harder with throwing more caution to the wind, but Yeah, I mean, maybe, but I also get where you're coming from, and, like, I do the same thing. Like, whenever I... I never lead with that. Like, yeah. when I tell people that, so, like, I always try to make sure that they, like, respect me as a wrestler first. Yeah. Or, like, or, like they see that I'm, like, a colleague, like, a capable pro wrestler, and then I'm like, hey, by the way, man, like, you're a big influence. I just want you to know that Aww. and usually people people take it like no no one's ever been like huh like no one's ever been what the weird about it. Yeah. yeah I just am a very paranoid person so I worry that like behind my back people are like oh that kid's weird I but, worry the same thing all the time I feel you um, I also remember I think you put it on Instagram of like you as a teenager getting a mark pick with Greg and then recreating it at, I think at Rana <laughs> with yeah. him and Orange so, it's really endearing I love it <laughs> so at uh, what year was that 2011 so I was in 8th grade <laughs> I asked god damn it <laughs> fucking oh boy if I had graduated college on time or at all I would have been 2 years out of college <laughs> Jesus Christ you don't know. We have like two very young people on the Russell's Plenty of Co-host AS now. One mm. of them is 21 goddamn years old. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in 2011, I'm sorry right. for wigging out. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> in, so in 2011, I got like I asked my parents for WrestleMania tickets. And Where mom, was it that year? It was in Atlanta. Okay. So that's the closest that it had ever been to Myrtle Beach. Okay. But that's still six hours away. Yeah. So it's a commitment. Uh, so, so you yeah. had to get A's that semester. I think I did all right. <laughs> but yeah, it was like a, it was a big deal that my parents would let me go to WrestleMania. My dad, like my dad had to take me because I'm in eighth grade. Yeah. So my dad took me. And before that, I was like, hey, can we go to Access? 
Um, so they took me to the last access before Mania. So I got a picture with Gerald Briscoe. I think Briscoe was alone. I got a picture with Briscoe. I got a picture with Dusty Rhodes and Gold Dust. Wow. That I still have. I got Dusty to sign my Topps trading card. Aww. And then I got a picture with Greg and Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> so I got that picture. And, <laughs> and then you recreated it with Greg and Orange Cassidy. Yeah. So I re- <laughs> I've, recre- I've actually recreated it twice. Nice. So I, at, yeah, at... Was it New Year's Eve American Rana? I don't remember which one it was. But yeah, at the Beyond show. Yeah. I think it was New Year's Eve because Greg was there and we had actually tried at Mania Weekend in New Orleans. Dustin went up to Greg and was like, hey man, this is my friend. Uh, oh, you hadn't like, met him before? No, I think I'd very briefly been like, hey, what's up, man? Oh, that was dude. about it. Out of like all the people we've been discussing who have great vibes, I think maybe best vibes of any of them. Yeah, right? Yeah, of like awesome. that I've met. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's the best. But, yeah. Yeah, so he was just like, Dustin like kind of went like, and I don't think he needed to. I think that Greg would have been cool or whatever. But he was just like, hey, man, like this is pretty important to him that he kind of does this. If if you can, like, do you know if Hawkins is around so we could recreate this picture? Oh. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, um, I'll see what I can do. Uh, so we did that, or we tried to do that, and then, like, it never worked out over that week. I think I wound up, like, leaving before everyone else or something. Like, I, I had a shorter week that year at Mania. Yeah. But then we... That was my first Mania. Oh, yeah. nice. But then after that, I saw him again, and I was like, hey, man, can we just do this, and <laughs> we'll have someone stand in for, for Hawkins? I think, and he's I think like, Orange is perfect as a stand in for Hawkins. <laughs> right, right, and we were all just like, it's got to be... Orange Cassidy, right? <laughs> They're just like, yeah. So we redid, we redid it then. But then also, I had one where I wrestled at one uh, Creative Pro show. So Kurt Hawkins is the promoter. So he's there. And he booked, he booked me to wrestle. I pulled it up right now. Great. It's so good. It's the oh, cutest the thing. Yeah. And also, like, the T-shirt you're wearing with you as an eighth grader sort of matches your gear. Oh, the DX Army T-shirt? Yes. From their second return? <laughs> Oh yeah, amazing. It's uh, also amazing because it's uh, the. I think the little detail of this recreation that's amazing is that you're getting Orange to actually do something because now <laughs> he's so on brand that he would have like not done it and just right. slumped in the background. But you got him to like do it and lean in. That's an achievement in itself. Right. <laughs> oh man, that's a yeah. That's a that's a good one. That that's a good picture. But the, it's a really good picture. The, right. Well, the other one is. So there's no Greg. So Greg's Tremperetta, by the way, if guys don't... I feel like everyone knows that, right? If they uh, listen to this show, they know that. Yeah, <laughs> Greg. Yeah, Greg's Trent from AEW. Greg is and, Greg and from the AEW. Before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, he, so the other one is Hawkins and Alex Reynolds is his fake Greg. <laughs> uh, we were, so we were is going, that on your Instagram as well? I'm I have to find sure. it. Oh my gosh. I'm not sure. I think it it is. It's on some social media, but yeah, that was that was the other one. So I have, That's so I have good. two of them. That's uh, wonderful. I love we, it. We were debating on. So I thought Alex Reynolds was the perfect one because he like just literally based on they have the same hair and they're both from the same school in New York. That's nice. literally why. Nice. But, I but almost, also they do kind of have like a similar like 
Yeah, like hot Guido vibe. Right. Like, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> like, it's weird to me that Alex Reynolds isn't sold as like the major hunk that he is. Right. Yeah, he's such a hunk. He's so hot. I say that with respect. Such a babe. And he's a babe. I think he. Yeah, I think he's married, but total babe. Respect to the wife. Right. <laughs> But yeah, the the just other objectively, options, it's right? his, I, like I'm not being a creep. It's just his job to be yeah, hot, that's and what he's it is. so good at his job. That's what it is, <laughs> right? Same but, with VSK. Yeah, holy right? shit, VSK is so hot. Good for him. He's supposed to be there tonight, I think. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I will not tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. No. Okay, I'm, that's I fair. Will. You can no, sell me out. That's no, chill. That's fine. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so the other person that we thought about being uh, Greg was Gangrel because he was. <laughs> Because he was on that show, but nice. but he wound up having to leave before I could ask him. So. Oh, damn. Yeah, bummer. I think you should just start recreating that photo with, like, weirdest two matchups possible. <laughs> and, like, have the like have Superhuman be the stand-in for Greg on one. But I feel like you have to have one of them. Like, one of the actual people to recreate it. Oh. So I feel like it's going to be a lot of... Just because I don't see Hawkins very often. I yeah. think it's just going to be a lot of, like, Greg. Well, although I don't see Greg often anymore, either. Yeah. But... You'll figure yeah. it out. We'll figure it out. Maybe yeah. it's just got to be two random folks. Also, that was the day that I slept on your couch. That's right. <laughs> Same day. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, that's another little inside Splania scoop, which is that, like, Hot Sauce texted me and was like, hey, can my friend shoot name stay on your couch? And I was like, sure. I don't know who he is. And then you walked in and I was like, why didn't you just say Yuta? Like, it's fine. And I just, yeah. sighed, like, you were like... I was going to ask you if you wanted to record after you were done, but you, like, sat on the couch and said, I think I have to be in Long Island in an hour, and I just, like, went into my bathroom and silently handed you a bath towel and was like, <laughs> I'm going to fuck off so this poor guy can take a nap. Yeah, that was... So, Hot Sauce doesn't drive, so we were in Cleveland the night before. I so, remember, yeah. So I drove from Cleveland straight to... Straight there, yeah. Straight to my old apartment. I'm not going to yeah. dox my old apartment, but... <laughs> It's on Gates Avenue in Bushwick. I'm sure you can find it. Um, <laughs> Go check it out. Go check it out. It flooded a lot while I lived there. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. It sucked. Um, I guess we should get to the like the classic Splania questions. Um, where did you learn to post? Because you're actually very good at posting online, I feel. Like, you have the good sort of, like, posting voice. What forums did you post on growing up? Um, I would honestly, like... I posted on, like, Facebook and stuff. Really? Well, I mean, you're also, you're younger, so, like, younger generations know how to post, as opposed to, like, you kind of had to learn how if you're But I also got, like, I really got, like, taken to school kind of on Twitter and stuff by a couple people. One was Drew, Drew Gulak. Okay. Like, he was very much, like, you got to, he was the first one to be like, no, this is important. Like, that's why Alex Kai's Twitter has... 12 followers or 11. Whatever. Well, 11, I'll make it 12. Yeah. I'll follow it from Splania <laughs> oh, right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's just me in an Under Armour shirt and an elbow sleeve. It's, I, or an arm sleeve because I'm like, yeah, this, this is cool. <laughs> it's really good. Um, uh, but yeah, the so he, he told you that that was important. Yeah, he told me it was important, but then I think, like, if that was, like, social media posting high school, then social media posting college was... Uh, Malcolm Bivens, right? His last yep. name. I think he goes. Uh, he looks a lot like Stokely Hathaway. He does. He looks a lot like my good, dear personal friend, the late great Stokely Hathaway, <laughs> who died. Uh, who died. <laughs> but also, so he used to do this awesome like social media seminar thing. 
Yeah. Um, for yeah, for the Evolve tryouts. And I actually never got to do it in the Evolve tryout, but the day before he was doing one, we were sitting in an MLW locker room and he's just like messing with a PowerPoint. And I'm like, hey, can you show me this? And he just gave me the seminar for free. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because we were already Wow, friends. that's sort of destroying the business of like who Stokely or maybe uh, Malcolm Bivens would be, which is a man that wants to make money. Right. <laughs> This was before I stole from him at Lost in New York. Uh, oh, that was such but, a good spot. I loved it so right. much. I laughed so hard at all of that. Um, yeah, his idea. He's all, but he's also uh, he's also a non-driver, so I'd driven him around a lot. Yeah. Uh, by that time, we were we were tight already. You were tight. We were I tight. really want and like you know I hate to request the book. I really want him to win the twenty four seven title and to find <laughs> his CD player in it. <laughs> that would be in really, the title? It, yeah, like in he the can belt? like open up the belt and the CD player will be in there. Nice. Right? That would be I a beautiful so. ending. Oh yeah. That'd yeah. be perfect. And then he would immediately get it stolen back by Carmella. Or then he immediately just vacates the championship. He's like, it's all I want to get. All right, I quit. <laughs> right. Like, no, he back, won't do that. Back to the indies we go. Back to the indies we go with my CD player. <laughs> It's so good. So anyway, we asked the muscle question and where you posted. So you learned to post. You didn't really learn to post on forums. You learned to post from people, which I think is very interesting. Um, What's a move that looks like it hurts real bad, but it's fine to take? And what's a move that doesn't look that bad, but hurts like shit? Um, This might have been Dustin's answer, but the Alabama slam, I think people know that it's not fun. But it's the worst. <laughs> it hurts so bad. That and like back body drops, those are like they just hurt yeah. so bad. I don't know why. Um, well, I guess I do know why. But like the force of the Alabama slam and then the backdrop, you're just so high up. You got to think about the physics of it. I guess. Yeah. 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 But those were those are the least fun. Uh, Canadian destroyers are fine. <laughs> They're fine? Okay. Yeah. That's good to, to know. Not to not to ruin... Not to kill the business. Not, not to ruin 85% of the independent scene's <laughs> offense. Uh, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I would take... This is a direct Dustin quote. I would take 100 Canadian Destroyers instead of one Alabama Slam. Damn. I And I agree wholeheartedly. But, also, people don't give you enough credit for, like, as much as we joke about the apron hurting it that sucks the that apron, is the hardest the apron, part of the ring the apron sucks yeah <laughs> it, it is well i don't even know about hardest part i just think the angle obviously sucks like yeah it's flat also, opposed to angle that blows yeah you can't like land flat across it it's hard to do yeah but. so the other question we have is um well this is normally what was your favorite band in 2005 and I guess as an addendum to it, because that's normally a question of like, what was your favorite band when you were a dumbass teenager? What was your favorite like, band as a teenager? It's going to be like 2005, probably the Wiggles. No. Uh, <laughs> I've literally no, said then. the Wiggles as a joke to people who are very young in the show. <laughs> I, saw the, I saw the Wiggles live. Story. Really? They played at the intermission of a Barney show that I went to. Oh I saw Barney live. Like a, like a real winner. Um. But you were like nine in 2005. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, um, well, no, we're both October kids. So you were eight for most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. 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 I did. Yep. I'm bad at math. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, when I was a teenager. Yeah. What was your uh, favorite band? Give us the embarrassing ones, of course. Because that's the purpose know. of the question. I mean, 
I liked Four Year Strong okay. around that time, which is, I still like them. Okay. Um, they're like a pop punk band, if you don't know. Yep. There's, I'm trying to think of an embarrassing one. I had like far too many just wrestling themes on my, <laughs> like those were probably the most embarrassing okay. ones. Okay. But those are good for working at the gym. Like, yeah. I like, I don't like admitting this, um, but like if I need to get through the elliptical on like the final, final run, I will absolutely put on like Balor's theme to just like get through it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That that's a good, a good one. one. <laughs> yeah. Finn Balor, he's got a great, great yeah. song. Yeah. That was one. I don't know. I don't know if I'd call them my favorite band, but like Paramore. Oh. Like, I had some Paramore on my phone or on my, even on like, my iPod Nano. I feel like it's Paramore is interesting because I feel like that's one of those bands that everyone should be embarrassed by, but they just kind of like no power through it. Yeah. 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 Like it should. It, she can should just be really sing. Yeah. Okay. But uh, my, my other big thing was like, I would just get into like one song or two songs and then I'd just listen to them on repeat until I got tired of it. Yeah. So I mean, I, I still do that. Yeah. All yes. right. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, so I guess, uh, the other, cl- uh, one other classic question we have is, um, this is a hypothetical okay in this hypothetical yes a rat is going in your mouth uh you're not gonna get bitten by it it's not gonna hurt you you don't have to swallow it but it's going in your mouth okay is it gonna go in head first or tail first it's not gonna do anything it's just gonna be like in there but like alive and it might like have its little paws moving uh head first head first okay just because i feel like if it goes in tail first, it probably would be less unsettling in terms of like there's no like teeth or any of that. Ooh. Uh, but I'd be it would just the tail. The tail's weird. Yeah, yeah. the tail's gross. It just feel like a worm. Yep. Like just running around in your mouth. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what came to mind first. Was like, oh, that's a wormy tail. <laughs> I think all answers to that question are valid. Right. And then the other one is a long-standing debate on this show. Okay. But I have to ask, have you seen the movie Clueless? No. Damn it. So, I'm going to edit this. Uh, oh, in the movie Clueless, when they were talking about the technicality of being a virgin, is she talking about doing mouth stuff or butt stuff? Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, right? I'm going to go with mouth stuff. Mouth stuff? Okay. I'm going to go mouth stuff. Wheeler Yuta is team mouth stuff, everybody. <laughs> that's that's going to get clipped and taken out of context. <laughs> No, there's so many people that we've asked this <laughs> at this point, and they all have varying stuff. I still forever shout out to uh, listener, and honestly, if I can have him on the show because he's a comedian, so I'm sure he'd be funny. Yoki Danov for suggesting soaking. That's like a really good, gross <laughs> answer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Didn't, didn't need that in my life. Personally, I think it's butt stuff, but you know, Cass thinks it's mouth stuff. There's a debate going about what it could be that make, leaves you technically a virgin, but. Those are like the pretty classic Splania questions. Um, and I guess I'll pull up one more random one from our list of questions to Hell close yeah. you out. Uh, who in at New Japan do you think fucks the best? <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to go Zack. Zack Sabre. Yeah. Yeah. Which yep. it's, it's real weird now that I'm saying that because like I know him and his wife. Uh, but like <laughs> he contoured his dick with that stripe at Wrestle Kingdom this year. Like he knows what's up. He knows what he's doing. He knows what's up. He knows what he's doing. And like <laughs> I respect him as a person. But like when he came out in the white gear with the stripe, we were like, are you fucking kidding me? Right? Are you kidding me? Oh man, I should have said someone that doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wanna who out of like not just current 
roster New Japan, but like all of New Japan, who do you think fucks the best? Oh, like all time New Japan? Yeah, we can do all time. Oh boy. <laughs> Fuck. Um He was New Japan, but now he's zero one. I bet Otani. I bet Otani Ooh. in his like in his prime. I bet he fucked and fucked good. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, where can people follow you? So on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Wheeler Yuta. Uh, Facebook, I believe it's facebook.com slash Yuta Wrestling, Y-U-T-A. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong, so just search me. <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's just Yuta yeah. on, on there. But yeah, you'll be able to find all my like upcoming schedule and stuff. If You'll you want, be on a lot of Uncharted territory in this upcoming season. Yep, I'll be on a bunch of Uncharted territory. You can watch that at iwtv.live slash go slash big utes. Uh, <laughs> that's a real promo code. That's awesome. That I actually talked Jerry into making. So I you, should talk to him and get him to make a Splania code you should, for like he, all oh, of the Beyond people. He would totally do it. Yeah. But oh. if you but if you give a if you use that code uh, to sign up if you don't already, if you're a new subscriber, you get 20 free days. Nice. And then I get a little kickback from Jerry, so that's a good way to directly support and then also watch a bunch of really good wrestling. Yeah. I'm so excited for Uncharted Territory Season 2. If you liked this show and you haven't listened to it before, oh my god, I have great news for you. We have a huge backlog on SoundCloud, Spotify, anywhere you can get podcasts. You can support us, and we have a ton more bonus episodes, and we'll have some bonus footage with uh, Wheeler Yuta here on patreon.com slash WrestleSplania. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm really bad at updating the Instagram. Uh, if you sign up for the Patreon, we have a really, really cool and wonderful Discord full of cool, like supportive, like-minded wrestling fans, and it is maybe, I would say, the only good place to talk about wrestling on the internet. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm twitter.com slash Rachel Moment, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye! Love you! Bye! Peace out, dog. Peace out. Oh my god, we didn't crash the car. Right? <laughs> yeah!